Good evening, everybody. It's Thursday, October the 15th, and we've come to you again with the Word of God on, on fighting this warfare of the mind during this uh, incredibly uh, amazing time that we're living in. I believe uh, events and circumstances are moving toward uh, the end of this age, uh, the rapture of the church, uh, seven years of judgment, and then the glorious second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. After that, we know what the scriptures talk about, a thousand year a millennial reign on the earth with Christ. And the earth will be at peace and Jesus will reign and rule through his church uh, here on the earth. Uh, we left off with Romans uh, chapter 8, uh, talking about how the carnal mind is at enmity with God. Uh, we also mentioned uh, over there in uh, Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, don't let the word depart from your mouth, meditate therein day and night, observe to do all that is written therein, then you will make your way prosperous, you will have good success. No matter what happens to you in life, your responsibility is to fulfill that scripture in Joshua 1 8. You have the responsibility to make your way prosperous by using the word of God, all the mighty power that stands behind the word, the power of the Holy Ghost, the power of agreement, the power of the local church, uh, the power of worship and praise, all the power sources that God has given us is yours so that you can make your way prosperous and you can have good success. Now, this evening, let's turn, I'm going to turn over uh, to 2 Corinthians chapter 10, very familiar portion of scripture. Let me read here. Uh, uh, we talked about three areas now in which there is just an avalanche of information that's flowing. I am not suggesting that anyone ignore it. I'm not suggesting that anyone deny it in any sense of the word. Do not ignore, do not uh, deny that this exists, but do not, do not, do not let it dominate your, 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 your thinking. Dominating your thinking, all of these, what do we talk about? Political, medical, financial, those three things. If that dominates your thinking, listen, that spirit of oppression, it's not just waving a red flag at a bull. He's going to come charging. That devil's going to do the same thing. When he sees that the thoughts that he's trying to run through your mind are being entertained, are being considered, then he comes in with that. Every one of you know the scenario. Thought after thought after thought after thought after thought after thought like a machine gun going through your mind. And every thought which demands an answer only creates a hundred more questions. That's the confusion of the mind that the enemy puts a lot of people into, and many times it's a result of a lazy mind. Keep your mind strong. Read your Bible. Study your Bible. Make notes when you go to go to hear good teaching and preaching. Uh, come back and consider. Meditate. Speak the Word of God. We know that that's how authority works. We've got to speak it. You've got to speak to those thoughts in your mind. You've got to say, devil, I'm not going to think that way medically. I'm not going to think that way financially. I'm not going to think that way politically. I'm not going to think that way. So I'm going to think what the Word of God says. I'm going to think righteousness and joy and peace and love. I'm going to think all the things. I'm going to meditate constantly and let that saturate my mind and my being and that's what's going to keep me in great peace here there in in first corinthians chapter 10 let me read you the king james first for though we walk for though we walk in the flesh we do not war after the flesh for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty through god to the pulling down of strongholds casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity. Now notice that. Bringing into captivity, captivity, every thought to the obedience of Christ. Now listen, to bring something into captivity takes effort. 
It takes planning. It takes implementation. There are all uh, types of things that you have to do to bring something into captivity. Now, let me read this in my, uh, read it here in my Passion Bible. It says, for although we live in the natural realm, we don't wage a military campaign employing human weapons, using manipulation to achieve aims. Instead, our spiritual weapons are energized. I like that are energized with, the, with divine power to effectively dismantle the defenses behind which people hide. Now, we know in King James it calls it strongholds. I like that. To, to effectively dismantle, what did it say there? Uh, uh, defenses behind which people hide. We've always given an explanation of the strongholds of the mind as this. Intricate patterns of thought developed through repetition that go against the truths of the Word of God and keep men and women in bondage. Let me say that again. Intricate patterns of thought. Things that happened in your, in your youth, in your childhood. Mistakes that you've made. Things that have happened in relationships, in jobs, with money. All kinds of negative things that have woven themselves together to create a pattern of thought in your mind. Listen, God wants that broken down. These are defenses we hide behind because of insecurity. Any areas, listen to me church, any areas of insecurity in your life are areas of a stronghold. You do not need, listen, when I first came into ministry, and I, I've, been, I've been involved in things that were, how can we say this, uh, where, where the public had, had its eyes on you. Of course, I played uh, baseball as a kid. I played football in, in junior high and high school. I ran track. I rodeoed, uh, you know, and out there in the arena or on the ball field, uh, you're, you were, the exposure of your success or your failure was for a lot of people to see. But I'm telling you, it did not, that, none of that intimidated me as much as it did when I had to get up and preach, when I had to get up and teach. They say public speaking is one of the greatest fears in the world. You've got to overcome that. So I had to make the, the decision to break down the insecurity, the stronghold of my mind. Sure, I had to do it through experience by just getting up in the pool. Man, the first, I'd say the first year. And I, I had I'd done a, a revival meeting within the first year, I'd say. Many full gospel business, many church meetings. Had to get up and publicly speak in my Bible college that I went to. I'd say for the first year, I felt like an absolute fool every time I got up. I was just so intimidated. I, I, I just, you know, I just knew, what did I say? I didn't say, nothing I said made any sense. Nothing. I, but that was not true. That was not true at all. Many times, intimidation is built out of lies. I found out later that people like to hear my testimony. They like the scriptures that I shared. The churches that I went to, maybe just spoke on a Wednesday night or a Sunday night. People got something out of what I said. I had to break that stronghold down. And every time you get one broken down, two more will rise up, but you got to stay busy breaking them down. Now, notice again, it says, uh, I like that again. I got to read it to you one more time. To dismantle the defenses behind which we hide, we can demolish every deceptive fantasy that opposes God and break through every arrogant attitude that is raised up in defiance of the true knowledge of God. We capture like prisoners of war every thought and insist that it bow in obedience to the anointed one. Since we are armed with such dynamic weaponry, we stand ready to punish any trace of rebellion as soon as you choose to complete obedience. Now, this is one of the areas in which 
this warfare of the mind is engaged. And that is in your obedience. We know by studying the scripture, Mark chapter 4, other scriptures we can name talk about the oppression, the persecution that rises up for the word's sake. We see that, we see that combat. We see that battle. In the life of the Lord Jesus Christ, there in Mark chapter four, excuse me, in Matthew chapter four, when he came out of the desert and the enemy attacked him with a temptation of the flesh, the temptation of the mind, and a spiritual temptation. For every one of them, he stood on the word. It is written. It is written. Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written. Listen, that is the exact pattern that God wants us to apply the word of God to. Those temptations in our mind which go against the grain of the word of God to continue, re continue to renew our mind with the word of God so that what comes at us, we challenge it with the strength and power of how we think by the word. It's actually called in the scriptures, having the mind of Christ or having the mind of the word. Now, I think we've said this all the last three times we've come to, uh, to speak to you. You can't do that with a lazy mind. Listen, study the Bible. Have it taught. Dissect. Study. You, you use all the tools you can use. Uh, meditate. We do, a, we, we do a reading of a, of a chapter a day here at Island Church five days a week. Just take that one chapter and begin to dissect and look at it. Then let it lead you. Let me, let me tell you to do this. I did this years ago, and I think it will greatly help you. Ask God. Ask Him sincerely on your knees. Prayer of petition. In the name of Jesus, ask God to give you an overwhelming hunger for the Word of God. I did that years ago. I said, Lord, I don't have that. I don't have, that's, that's, that's the first thing you need to do is recognize you don't have it. So I got on my knees and I said, Lord, give me an over, no matter how much I get, no matter how much I study, meditate, memorize, doesn't matter. Give me and help me to maintain it through my whole life, an overwhelming hunger for the word of God. And I tell you, if you do that, God will be faithful to his word. Next thing you do, no, next thing you know, things that, that, that may seem so important to you, you'll begin to just see how not important they are. And instead of trying to find some time to get into the Word, trying to find some time to pray, you'll start making time to do it because you'll see how absolutely important it is. Now, it talks about the weapons of our warfare in the King James. Warfare, let me close with this tonight. We'll, we'll close this out tomorrow night. A warfare, or if you study the word war, it is a conflict without a determined outcome. Now, when we talk about Jesus and we talk about what he's done for us in Christ, that war has already been won. There's already a determined outcome. Jesus is Lord. He is the victor. He has risen from the dead. He's overcome death, hell, and the grave. And his victory is established and true. It is the rock upon which he builds the church. But now this warfare is a true war. It is a war between you and your flesh and your carnal mind. And listen, God's not the one that determines the outcome. Neither is the devil. Neither is the political, the financial, or the medical. None of that determines the outcome. You determine the outcome. You have to make a decision. I'm going to fight this warfare of the mind, and I'm going to win it. I'm going to go and I'm going to bring into captivity every negative thought that comes into my mind. I'm going, to inter I'm, going to, I'm going to investigate and identify insecurity, strongholds, 
and I'm going to apply the word of God by believing in my heart, confessing with my mouth, and acting on scripture, I'm going to do it. I'm going to break down these strongholds, these intimidations, and I'm going to walk in the peace of God that passes all understanding. Let me ask you a question. Do you got something better? As these days continue to tumble into darkness, for the last 18 years that I've been a pastor of a church, I've warned and warned and warned and warned. It's going to get darker. It's going to, it's going to get, the world is going to get crazy. There's all kinds of things that are going to happen. You better get ready. You better get ready. And many times it's, you know, get ready to receive from God. Get ready to renew your mind. Get ready to be healed. Get ready. To, but you have to make a decision to determine, as I've said many times, I understand the day I'm living in. I understand the hour I'm living in. And I understand the importance of renewing my mind. I am not going to live with a mind that is an enemy to God. I'm going to force my mind by the word of God to grow up in the things of God and for me to think the thoughts of God so that I can live in his blessing at the end of the age. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow night.